This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. Hey, friends. It's me, Megan Devine, host of Hereafter with Megan Devine. Season two is coming up soon. It'll be here before you know it. But in the meantime, while you're waiting, I wanted to introduce you to a couple of shows I think you're going to like. You might even get some new favorite podcasts out of it. So give these episodes a listen and stay tuned for the announcement of the launch of season two coming soon. See you soon, friends. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tight, tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Four Things. I'm Amy, and I'm sitting across from my friend, Leslie Simon, and I'm so excited to have her on today. We're going to talk about a lot of different things, but mostly Leslie's cancer journey and outlook on life. And I feel as though breast cancer is something that gets a lot of awareness in October because that's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But Leslie has been kind enough to come on and share her story because I think it's an important thing that especially women, but even men can have breast cancer, need to be talking about and doing self-exams, advocating for themselves. Leslie and I were talking before we were started recording, our friend Clea who is one of the founders of The Home Edit, a design company based out of here in Nashville. Well, not design, uh, organizing company. They they do design things now. They have their own product line at Container Store and Walmart and all the things. But now they have their own Netflix show. Like, it's really taken off. But did you just meet Clea recently and y'all realized y'all both had the same type of cancer? So Leslie was like, oh, we have a mutual friend, Clea. And You know, Clea had to advocate for herself, and she's someone who now is able to use her story and her platform to get the word out. And so I'm thankful to have Leslie on to to share her story. But Leslie, I pulled up your Instagram, and I love the quote that you have in your Instagram bio, which is a Maya Angelou quote. This is a wonderful day. I have never seen this one before. 
And so why don't we start with why that's something you have front and center on your page. And I mean, I know this about you, but that's because of your your outlook on life. But share a little bit of, of that and then your your backstory and when you were first diagnosed and what that looked like for you. So in 2017, I found a lump in my left breast and I had found one a year before and it was a cyst. So when I went in to have my mammogram, you know, I said, there's something here. And they said, yeah, there is. And they didn't see anything on the mammogram. So they did an ultrasound. She showed, said it was a cyst. She was very confident it was a cyst. She wanted the radiologist to look at it. Long story short, it was a cyst. But when I left, of course, I Googled, which I tell people now, don't Google. But I Googled what a cyst looked like versus what a cancer tumor looked like. And so when I saw that, I was like, definitely, this is a cyst. I'm not worried. They aspirated it. No big deal. Probably in April of that of 2017, I found one in my left breast. And my husband and I were on our way to Israel. We were, had this big trip planned and, and I just didn't want to mess with the trip. And I was like, you know what? I've got my mammogram scheduled when I get back. I'm sure it's another cyst. I'll just handle it when I get back. So we went to Israel. We had this life-changing experience together in Israel and then came back. I went in for my appointment. Nothing came up on the mammogram. So I had the ultrasound and lo and behold, as I'm watching this ultrasound screen, I was like, that's not a cyst. And I knew. And so when I finished, you know, she said, who do you want me to send your results to? And I said, "Um, will you also send them, you know, to my gynecologist, but we also send them to my dear friend who is a surgeon in that hospital. And they did. I went into his office and it took about a week. I had a biopsy done like a week later. They called and said, we want Robert to come with you for the appointment. And they're like, no worries. You know, we do this with everybody after a biopsy. But, you know, when I walked in, it was good for us. It was a dear friend, but I mean, he looked at us and was like, y'all it's cancer. And really at that point, it was like Charlie Brown's teacher was talking. I really don't remember anything else that came up. I know I asked questions, but I couldn't tell you what happened after those words came out of his mouth, because I think it's just so incredibly jarring and shocking. I was 45 years old. I mean, it was absolutely shocking to me to hear those words. So we did the genetic testing to see if I had any kind of genetic history and I was negative for every single one. And so it it seemed like a pretty cut and dry case. Um, I opted to do a double mastectomy and reconstruction. And then they did what's called an oncotype test. And in that test, they discovered that I actually really needed to do chemo. And truthfully, Amy, I mean, we thought the chemo was an insurance policy. It was like, that's just to make sure it never comes back. And so I changed my quote. That's always been one of my favorite quotes, the Maya Angelou quote. And I changed that the morning that I went in for the surgery for my double mastectomy, because I really had a lot of fear going into the surgery I compartmentalized very well. So I kept working, I kept working. And then about two days before surgery, I was having just panicking. I'd never been under, I was under for nine hours. Oh my. And they're literally like removing all of the tissue from your breasts. I mean, that's shocking what actually happens in that surgery. So I changed my, I changed my Instagram that day and put that quote in because I just said, that's how I have to live my life. I mean, there really are no more guarantees, not that there ever were before, but there's a real um, perspective shift when you have to look at life in a different way. And I really wanted it to be a positive perspective shift because I really felt like 
all the love and positive energy. And, you know, this this is in my life for a reason. And I just want to make sure that I'm using it for all of the right reasons for, um, I wanted to get as much positive out of it as I could. And also to understand that this is just part of my path, you know, I mean, how do I make the world a better place because of the experience that I'm having? And so that's kind of where that quote came from. And, and that was the start. We really thought, I mean, I finished my treatment in December of that year. I saw you a lot during that time because I was, you know, I was still going out on the road. I was still doing all the things I had to take time off, obviously for the surgery. But I mean, even through chemo, I wanted as much normalcy as possible. And work is where I got a lot of that. Well, and since you mentioned work, share with people a little about about what you do. When we first met years ago, you were working for Sony, yeah, right? And so you've shifted jobs since then. But to me, you've always been someone that I've looked up to career-wise of like, I love seeing women in the industry just killing it. And you're one of those people. I remember early on, we went out to dinner one night and got to hang, but you were still with Sony and now you work with Garth Brooks. Yes. So I was with Sony. Um, I was the head of promotion for Arista. Gosh, I was there for 13 years. And then left there in 2016 and went to, that was when Garth was staffing his imprint. Um, So he had had his imprint forever. And then he had done different licensing deals with different labels. And he decided in 2016 to staff his own imprint. And I came on board as the general manager for both Pearl Records and Gwendolyn Records. Gwendolyn is Trisha's label. And really overseeing the promotion and marketing of the recorded music for them. But, you know, incredibly lucky to be a part of this extraordinary team, especially with all of these new issues that I had. I mean, I was, when I found out about the cancer, I hadn't even been with them for a year. I just even have this overwhelming feeling come over my body because I remember what that was like for my mom when she was diagnosed. I never personally have had cancer myself, but walking alongside it with my mom, I can, I only have that experience. And like, I don't know. I just felt this feeling inside of me of these little goosebumps because I remember my mom being so grateful for her employment because she worked for a family friend. She worked for her best friend's husband, who also happened to be, follow me here, my sister's husband's dad. So like it was very, and then my father-in-law was vice president at that company. So it's very tangled, but also the support that you feel. And I guess I got that feeling because I know not everybody has that. And so it's this weird place of gratitude, but yet like, oh, you know, just feeling for people that you know are not in a similar situation. You know, I'm sure you would have been taken care of wherever you were, Leslie, because everybody loves you. But if you think about it, how amazing it was that you got into that position in 2016 and then you, you know, you were in and you got your feet on the ground there and they knew your value and they wanted to come alongside and support you. And you had that new family to help you along with the whole process. Truthfully, I can't imagine being on the beginning of the journey and really where I am now in this journey without them, because the support of Garth and Trisha and everyone on the team. I mean, when I say lifted up every day, when I woke up after nine hours in surgery, my hospital room was looked like a flower store. And then I came home and my home looked like a flower store. And it was just, just this overwhelming amount of support. I mean, Garth, every single time I spoke to him, he would say before anything, I would like want to dive into work. And he'd say, hold on, how are you feeling today? 
every single conversation started with him stopping me to say, how you feeling? How you doing? And it was just so sincere and just there's so many things along the way that I can't even imagine having gone through the journey to where I am now without that kind of support. And I'm with you. I mean, I walk into that cancer center every time I have treatment and there are people that are, that do not have that same kind of support system. And it is one of the things in my life that I'm so incredibly grateful for. It's a shift in perspective. I mean, I I think I had gratitude before all of this, but the level and the degree to which that changes and how you want to change how you live your life after going through this is really significant for me. And it's just so much of that has to do with the love and the support of my work team, my family, my friends. I mean, people that I went to high school with or to junior high school with, I mean, people that have crossed my life in all different ways over the last 50 years, just coming to say, I love you. We're here for you. Whether it's a text message or a social media message or cards or gifts. I mean, it's just, it really does blow your mind to see how people come and love and support and pray and they're with you on the journey. Well, and you're back and forth between Birmingham and Nashville because you can work either place and Florida. Yes, but you're primarily in Birmingham with your husband. And I know that there's something going on there. And we were talking about this before we hit record. And I was like, oh, I'm going to shout you out because you're being honored at a gala in Birmingham this year, the Hope Gala which there's a lot that they're doing in the community when it comes to cancer care, but specifically there's something called the Hope Lodge. And just share why that's important that something like that exists. And I'm sure every community in every city has their thing that could be helpful for people and people can just know to Google different resources or know how to support local resources that are really making an impact for people that don't have necessarily the support that you and I have. Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, um, the American Cancer Society is where you do your research if you have cancer. I always say, don't don't go to Google and just type in because God knows what scary information you're going to get. But the real information that really how I educated myself on my disease was through the information I got from the American Cancer Society. And it allowed me in the very beginning to get a really good understanding of what I was dealing with and to help me formulate the right questions for my doctors, not only about my cancer, but about my treatment and the Hope Lodge. It really works in conjunction with the American Cancer Society. Birmingham is a really incredible, robust healthcare community. And we have fabulous hospitals. We have research hospital at UAB. I'm actually at St. Vincent's, which is a different hospital. But when people come here, I mean, there are a lot of smaller towns around Birmingham, Alabama, and also just in the Southeast that don't have the same same type of medical services that we have here. And so when anyone with cancer comes to Birmingham, if they need a place to stay, it's not inexpensive to stay in a hotel and to have, you know, all of the expenses of living and then, and then having your caretaker with you when you're going through treatment. So if someone is here at St. Vincent's or at UAB or anywhere in treatment, they can actually stay at the Hope Lodge with their caretaker for free. And that to me is just one of the most special gifts that you can give to somebody dealing with cancer for them to have a comfortable place to sleep and to not have to worry about those added expenses. My cancer came back and I found out in September of 2021. So just for the fourth quarter of last year, my expenses 
on top of what my insurance covered were unbelievable. And I don't know how someone does it if they don't have great insurance, if they don't have um, the resources, it, it has got to be such an added stress, which is exactly what you don't need. Sleep is critical to your recovery. You have to be able to go somewhere and rest. So what the Hope Lodge is providing is just incredible and so extraordinary for people that are going through treatment and that are in need and that have the caretaker that needs to be there with them. I mean, a lot of them can't, they can't travel on their own. They can't do it on their own. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting, all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I never thought it was coming back. So this summer, it was actually right after Bobby's wedding. I came back from Nashville and I called my doctor because I was heading down to Florida last summer. And I just said, Hey, I know I've got this checkup on Friday. Can we bump it to earlier in the week? I'm doing great. I feel great, but I know I've got to come in and see you. And he was like, sure. And I went in and we went through, you know, my physical checks, checking my lymph nodes, all of that stuff. Um, And he's like, you look great. How do you feel? I was like, I feel amazing. Everything is going so well. I'm off of all medications and I feel so good about it. And he's like, awesome. So no news is good news, right? That's how we do this. And I was like, yes. Meaning I hadn't gotten my cancer marker. All my blood work looked great. And the only thing that that was still outstanding was my cancer marker, which is for me, it's the CA2729 is the protein marker that, that reacts and shows if my cancer is coming back. And And I was like, yeah, no news is good news. See you in six months. And I left and I was on my way to the airport to get on a plane. And he called me and he's the phone rang. I literally thought I had left my purse or my keys or something at the doctor's office because I saw Alabama Oncology pop up on my phone and I answered the phone and it was my doctor. He said, have you gotten on the plane? And I said, I haven't. And I said, should I not? And he said, well, your cancer marker has gone up significantly. And I was in shock. And I said, what do I need to do? I said, do I need to stay 
here. And he said, well, I probably can't get you in for scans until next week. So I don't want you to cancel the trip. And I had left my car and at our house in Florida. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home to Florida. I'll get my car. And then I'll just come back whenever y'all tell me you have me on the schedule. And they were able to get me in at the beginning of the following week. So I drove home and I actually started with CAT scans and a nuclear bone scan because at the time insurance, he had to have approval for insurance to cover a PET scan. And so the CAT scan came back because they did a CAT scan from here down and then from here up. And it was in my lymph node right here. And it was almost as if where the cancer was missed the CAT scan. So everything came back fine. And the, all the scans came back fine. They were like, there's nothing there. I was like, there's something not right. And Garth and Tricia had helped connect me with another oncologist who I was also communicating with via email. And, and one thing he had said to me was, make sure you're doing your own self-checks, your own lymph node checks. And so I asked him where to do that. And, and he was like, you know, around your neck and in your armpits. And so that night I started just kind of feeling around here and I found this lump in my neck. And so I called my oncologist's office. The other doctor had also told me about this really unique test called Signatera. And it's a DNA test that actually sequences the DNA in your original tuber because all of the pathologists, they keep the tumors in the hospital in a path lab for 10 years after your tumor. So my original tumor that was removed was at the hospital in Birmingham. They sent my tumor to California. They DNA sequence that, and then they can run, they take blood from you and they run your blood through this test that tells them if any of the original DNA from the cancer is present in your blood. And so I was going in to have that test, which by the way, that is not a test that most insurance companies cover. I still get emails that, you know, about things not being covered, but it's a really important test. And so when I went in for that, she said, I want you to see the doctor. He needs to check that lump that you found. And, and this was by the way, like six weeks after they originally saw my numbers go up. I mean, it's, you're just going through different tests and trying to figure out. And when we found that, he said, we have to have a biopsy immediately. And so I went in for the biopsy and the biopsy showed not only was the cancer back, but it had mutated into triple negative, which is more aggressive than what I originally had. Which is crazy, The like hearing six weeks. And it's like, if something is super aggressive, so much can happen in six weeks. Right. And, you know, mercifully for me, where it was, it was growing. So once we had the biopsy, then he was able to order the PET scan. I went in for the PET scan and then the PET scan showed where it was. So for me, it was in my neck or in my lymph nodes. It's all in my lymph system and my chest wall, but not, not in my organs, which is like the gift from God that it's not in my organs. But we found out the full diagnosis on the Tuesday after Labor Day. And I started chemo on Friday. I did not have time to think. I didn't have time to say, wait a second, do I really want to do this? It was like, we got to go and we got to go fast. And we started at that point, what I thought was four rounds of adriamycin, which is what they call red devil. It turned into seven rounds of adriamycin. And by the end, my body started to reach a toxicity level that was too much for me to take any more of that. But then my cancer marker had had gone up and then down. And then it started going back up again, which I 
discovered after really talking to my oncologist and getting a better understanding is you go through a line of treatment and you can stay on that line of treatment until either the treatment stops working or your body reaches the toxicity level that you can't do that treatment anymore. And that's one line of treatment. And then when you have to stop and move to a new one, that's going into a second line of treatment. So um, we knew at that point I had maxed out on the adriamycin and that's when they switched me to, it's called Zalota is the oral chemo that I'm now on, which is a little easier than going in and having an, an infusion. It's a little less on the side effect front. I still get pretty tired and nauseous and, you know, all of those things. There's a hand and foot syndrome that comes with this, that it's like a chemical burn on your hands and feet when you start to reach toxicity on this drug. But my cancer marker dropped down. And then the last two times it went back up again. So now we are I'm going in for scans next week. I have blood work tomorrow to see where my cancer marker is. And then next week I'll have scans to see if we're going to have to switch to a third line of treatment. Well, you mentioned one of the drugs being called the Red Devil, which Clea from the Home Edit had posted that that's the cocktail she's taking in and that when she gets done with it, she's going to be working on a rebrand because... I'm right there with her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, she and I are going to have to come up with a new name for it because Red Devil is awful, but it's actually red. It's as red as that wall behind you going into you. And it's so toxic that the person who is injecting it into you, they can't just put it in an IV bag and let it go in. They actually have to sit there with you and put it in with gloves on because you can't just take it through an IV. You have to take it through a port. It can literally eat through tissues. And so it has to be administered in a very safe way with somebody with gloves on watching it go in and making sure that there's no pain or burning as it goes in, because if there is, then it could have broken through. I mean, it's crazy that strong and that makes you feel that bad, you know, is also what is killing those cancer cells. You know, you mentioned having to do the self-exam on your lymph nodes. First of all, I only hear of self-exams in the breast area. So I've not ever thought about, I don't know if that's something like if you've previously had cancer, is that something we can be doing and not obsessing over it by any means, but I don't know why I would have cancer in my lymph nodes. But also when it comes to self-exams, were you doing regular breast self-exams pre the first time you were diagnosed? I did it like a few times a year. I didn't do it all the time. And then when I found the first one, which was the cyst, I was a lot more diligent. So then I probably started doing them once a month after the cyst. Okay. So I'm going to also back up. The first time it was a cyst, but then when you went back, they thought it was a cyst again, right? Yeah. We all thought it was a cyst just because I just had one. It was in the same breast. It was in about the same location. So I just assumed it was that. I will say when I went in for my gynecology appointment and she felt it, she was like, well, it feels a little different, but she didn't say what she thought it was. She was like, we just need to get an ultrasound and a mammogram. So I feel like I can sense a person's demeanor change. I struggled with infertility. I had seven miscarriages and I watched ultrasound technicians a lot, you know, when I was pregnant and I could see the demeanor change when they lost a heartbeat, even though I couldn't see the heartbeat necessarily when they were searching and they couldn't find it. I could 
feel their energy change with that sadness. And I felt that same thing with the ultrasound technician when she's, um, and I'm sure she knew it was cancer when she saw it. I have a mammogram scheduled for June 30th. This is me being responsible. And again, I'm thankful to have the resources and insurance and I can sign up for this sort of stuff. But I'm not diligent about self-exams, admitting that. I feel like, you know, I've had Laura on, Ray's Bay, Ray's wife, Bay, who you know well. And of course, after, you know, she was diagnosed with breast cancer and then a few other people in my life kind of here and there, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to do self-exams. Like you have these reminders, but there's also this weird, I don't know how to, it feels weird calling it arrogance, but in a way I'm just like, I'm not going to get breast cancer. I was the same way. And by the way, it's very normal to feel that way. First of all, I mean, you know, for me at the time, I was like, I'm 45 years old. I'm young. I did have a family history of cancer, but it just never crossed my mind. It was like, well, that's not going to happen to me. It's kind of like we always, you know, I've got teenage stepchildren in my life. And with teenagers, you know, they're invincible. Nothing is going to happen to them. And you're like, as the parent, you're constantly like, oh my gosh, but what if, what if? they're like, we're good. We're fine. That's how I felt as it related to cancer. And so right before I was diagnosed, the insurance companies had decided that you, if you did not have a family history and you did not have BRCA, the BRCA gene or some kind of genetic history of cancers, then you did not have to get a mammogram every year. And I remember my doctor in Nashville telling me, oh, you don't have to get a mammogram. You only have to do it every two years. And I was like, awesome. That is great. And the only reason that I went back a year later was because I'd had the system because I had found something. Otherwise, we wouldn't have even scheduled a mammogram. We would have waited two years. Mm, Okay. Well, see, yeah, I was sort of patting myself on the back for booking a mammogram now my yearly because now that I'm 40, I am going to be doing it every year. And so my hope in talking about this in, you know, early June and not in October where you're seeing it everywhere is that, you know, we will remember that we're not invincible and it can happen to anybody and we're not special. (laughs) And the best thing you can do is try to do the self-exam so that way early detection can be a game changer. When you're in the shower, just taking that opportunity to do your self-exam and then book those mammograms. And then when you finish that one, whenever it's time and they'll allow you to book the next one, go ahead and just get it on the calendar. Make sure you're going to your OBGYN. And Leslie, I just, like I said, have admired you for a long time and just am thankful to have you on so that people can just hear someone sharing their story and, you know, knowing that they're not alone, but then also as a reminder to, you know, listen to your self listen pay attention to what's going around like at, like even with you i think having to do that self exam on your lymph nodes and that's something you learned by researching it yourself because i my mind is blown that the scans missed that one section of your body where the cancer was is that not crazy it's, it's crazy crazy and if if that doctor had not told me to check and i had not checked we would have waited I was going to go back in for my cancer marker, another cancer marker in late September. So we would have waited another month. And by that time, because when you start the chemo, your cancer marker is, the cancer is still growing. It's still going up. It takes a minute for it to start to come down. And so it would have been 
even worse had I not, had we not discovered it when we did. And again, that was from me finding that lymph node and calling and saying, I've got to get in and see him to check this out. And the other really interesting thing about cancer is often, especially with breast cancer, you don't physically feel bad. Only thing that makes me feel bad right now is my treatment. The cancer doesn't make me feel bad. And so it's really easy to have cancer and not know that you have it if you're not doing things like a cell. And this isn't to put fear in anybody. This is just a, I mean, because there's the treatment is amazing and has come such a long way, but just look out for yourself, you know, take care of yourself. And that means women should be doing breast checks all the time. Early detection is critical for this disease and for breast cancer. And now, I mean, I'm stage four metastatic. I'm going to have this disease for the rest of my life. It is highly unlikely that I will go into remission. What we are doing is trying to manage the disease. And my goal now is not to get rid of the disease. It is to live as full of a life as humanly possible and to live every single day like it's my last day and be with the people I love, bring positivity into my life and into the world and just have fun and be filled with joy. I mean, I've always loved Pimp and Joy and and what you all started, but it is really about living that way when you realize, you know, I have a disease that if we can just keep it in my lymph nodes and we can keep it at bay and we can manage it, we're great. If it goes into my organs, then it's a whole new process and, and it's a lot harder. And so right now we're just trying to keep it out of my organs. enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Well, I feel like this is a perfect time for you to share four things that you're thankful for since you mentioned joy and gratitude is a big part of that. A hundred percent. So I am thankful for 
the people in my life more than anything. Like that's my number one gratitude. And that is everybody from the precious woman that works at the grocery store down the street to the ladies who take care of my dry cleaning. I mean, every person that passes your path with good, positive energy that we should all be grateful for because the more of that that goes around, the more we spread. And then we can really, really try to have a positive impact, especially when there's a lot of negativity, which we've all been experiencing these last few weeks with just what's happening in the world and really these last few years with COVID, but just being a light and the people that are lights, that's my number one thing I'm grateful for. Two, I'm just incredibly grateful for work and being able to do something that gives me this great sense of normalcy. And so um, I have all of my work with Garth and Trisha, but I've also really started to discover the things that the my creative outlets that I'm passionate about in homes and design and all of that. And so being able to do those things as well, you know, having the opportunity to explore that, I think it's really important for people to follow their passions even if it's a side hustle or whatever, have your passion. And I'm super, super grateful for mine. I'm really, really grateful to be off chemo this week. (laughs) Oh my God. It was like my biggest celebration. I like texted my friends. I'm like, guys, I get a week off of chemo. (laughs) What do you want to do? Yeah, because Garth is coming to Birmingham this week. So I was like, I get off chemo when my bosses are in town. I'm so, so happy. I mean, I'm so glad because that was one thing I worried about. Like before we started recording, I just was like, wait, how are you feeling today? Because obviously if it was a bad day for you, I would want us to get off Zoom and record another time. But you're like, it's my week off of chemo. So we planned this perfectly. And yeah, that's just a huge testament to just how, yeah, how amazing you feel when you're not on it and how crappy you feel when you're on it. But that means it's doing its thing. Like that's what it has to do to fight the cancer. Okay, and so what is the fourth thing? My fourth thing is my husband has been such a support system through this because he understands that while we live in Birmingham and we live in Florida, for me, for recovery, that salt air and sun, it's so restorative for me. And so after treatment, I would go straight down to Florida and I'd get up in the morning and, and walk on the beach and meditate, like put a walking meditation in. And it just absolutely has been so healing. So the Gulf and that salt water and salt air and sun and sand has been just the most amazing thing to help me through this illness. Well, thank you for sharing those four things. I loved them all. And, you know, I know you mentioned Pimp and Joy. So I'll just, before we wrap, say that tomorrow at nine central, so that'll be on Friday, we'll be launching our patriotic Pimp and Joy line, which is what we do you are wearing. Yes. I love it. I love it. I, I'm going to send you one. Yeah. This is like our flag sweatshirt. And this is what we do every year leading up to 4th of July, where we partner with Building Homes for Heroes and pick one of the veterans that they're building a home for or remodeling one for to be more equipped to their needs. And this particular guy that was in the Navy, he was in Iraq and there was an IED and he's in a wheelchair and non-communicative. So his wife speaks for him because he has a brain injury, but they're just, instead of building a house from the ground up, they're just completely gutting their house and redoing it to fit their current needs. So, I mean, because the housing market is totally crazy and they, they like where they are. And so different upgrades would be great in their home. And 
We're just thankful for Building Homes for Heroes and the work that they're doing. And just as Pimp and Joy and the Bobby Bone Show coming alongside them and with the shop forward and and helping contribute to this. So that's going to be tomorrow on Friday. Well, podcasts are weird because people listen to things at different times. But tomorrow is Friday the 3rd. And we'll have the stuff up for, you know, a little bit. But if you want it in time for 4th of July, then you need to order ASAP and you want it to be a part of this campaign. But I have a little Pimp and Joy card. And I'm just going to read you know, what is on the card and the shop forward puts it in the packages. So you'll have a little explanation of what it is in case you give it as a gift. But it says Pimp and Joy is a celebration dedicated to people who are choosing to find and spread joy in their daily lives, even when facing challenges. The movement started with Amy from the Bobby Bone Show and her mom, Judy, with the positive Pimp and Joy message that she modeled so beautifully as she battled cancer. Will you choose joy for yourself and then spread joy to others? We hope so. We also hope that wearing your Pimp and Joy gear will remind you and also encourage you to choose and spread joy. Thank you for your purchase and know that it will make a difference for a great cause. And the great cause right now is helping this veteran and his family and getting him in a home that will be better equipped to his needs and their lifestyle. And it's ADA certified and all the things. And, you know, even as I read this, Leslie, about my mom, you know, the positive Pimp and Joy message and how she modeled it so beautifully as she battled cancer, I see that in you. And so you're someone that is facing this challenge, but you've modeled it beautifully. And you're, you went inward and were like, okay, what am I going to do with this? And how am I going to use it for good? And you're not just sitting back and letting it control your life. You're doing what you need to do to take the reins. And, you know, doesn't mean every day is easy. I know it's not, but you're getting involved. You're making a difference. I don't know if you ever thought you'd be that involved with the American Cancer Society. Definitely did not. (laughs) Yeah. And just the change in, in your local community in Birmingham and, you know, the Hope Lodge. And thank you for being you and being awesome and sharing your story because honestly, I feel like you sharing it and speaking up and getting vulnerable allows us to realize like, okay, this really is happening. It can happen to me. Like it's reminding me when I need to maybe even get one of those things and order it for my shower to hang up that just reminds me and shows me, walks me through exactly how to do a breast exam and just have it right there in my shower. Yeah. You're amazing. I love you. I'm so grateful to be on this with you today and to be sharing any kind of positive message, but I really, really, again, appreciate all that you do for people in need. I mean, I love what y'all are doing for these heroes and building homes. And obviously you're super involved with cancer and making an impact on people who have it and, and bringing joy into their lives. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just one quick story about my mom too, and how you can spread joy. If you happen to be like at the hospital is, you know, Leslie and I mentioned that some people are there alone and they don't have a great support system or people can't get off work or even with COVID, they have to be alone because there's certain rules. I had to go by myself to every PET scan I've gone by myself. Now I'm so used to going by myself that they've opened it up and I tell my husband, I'm like, okay, I got this. If you want to come to the doctor's appointment after the PET scan, you can, but all the other things I'm doing by myself. Well, you just never know what someone is going through. So I don't know if you're in an elevator at a hospital or you're anywhere else, but you know, if someone's at a hospital or doctor's appointment, you know, they might be going through a hard time. And that's one thing my mom always did was she always talked to people in the elevator and she just made it a point to say hi to them or compliment their scarf or their, maybe their wig or their outfit or found a way or their smile to just talk to them in the elevator and give them like a little moment of, of joy, a little sparkle of joy. 
I have to say the kindness of a stranger is one of the greatest kindnesses that you can feel and experience. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. And then bobbybones.com for this patriotic pimp and joy line. If you want to check it out and see what they look like, it's all high quality, super cute, adorable stuff with 100% of the proceeds going to the cause. We don't ever keep any of the money. Um, you can also hit up theshopforward.com slash pimp and joy is another way to get there. And I'll have it on my socials at Radio Amy. And Leslie, thank you again for, for coming on. I just appreciate it so much. And I hope I get to see you soon and hug your neck. Like if you make I'm it through Nashville. I'm in Nashville in like three weeks. So we'll okay. touch base before. All right. Thank you. Bye. Have a great day. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.